paid media is exactly what it sounds like you pay to reach new audiences. In recent episodes, we covered the P of peso and covered how paid media fits into a larger communication strategy and what it looks like in practice. In this episode, we're diving back into paid media, this time with a specific focus on the platforms you can use to promote and amplify your content. No need to be scared. It's not like it's really easy to spend tons of time and money on campaigns that ultimately flop. Oh, well, don't worry. I have your back. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. We talked about the nuts and bolts of paid media back in episode 16 when we were going through the peso model. So if you haven't heard that yet, hit pause give it a listen and come back. We'll wait. Are you good? Okay. Today, we're going to dig more into the different ways you can use paid media on social to improve your communication strategy. You know, like how to figure out which platforms to advertise on and how to figure out if your campaigns are working or not and why. So which social platforms can you advertise on? It's probably a better question to ask which you can't advertise on. Seriously, if you can think of any you can't advertise on, I'd be curious to hear. LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, Pinterest, Snapchat, Instagram, they all have advertising platforms. And this isn't even to speak of the search engines such as Google and Bing. Even podcasting is starting to have a self-serve advertising platform. Truly, there is no end of platforms on which you can spend your advertising budget. But as we've talked about, social media is kind of magical because it's social. People talk and connect there, and it's where your audience is, so it makes sense for you to be there too. So how does this process typically look? You decide what your goals are, content, conversion, or closing. Make sure your pixel or other tracking codes are well-placed. Create a great landing page for someone to take that next step on. Easy, right? No. Not easy. There's a mix of variables you have to get right to see the most success. And in all honesty, it can be as much art and intuition as science and data. But if in doubt, use data. I always tell our clients, don't let emotion make your decisions. Let the data make your decisions. You can think you know everything going in, but if you have the wrong audience or you're talking to the right audience about the wrong thing, eh, it's just not going to have the outcome you're hoping for. And you know what? That's going to happen. It will. It can be challenging and disappointing, but testing is the best way to learn. And if you get really clear about what success and failure look like for your campaigns, you'll learn fast and it won't be too terribly expensive. Here's what I mean. If you're running a content campaign to get more eyes on that really exceptional blog post you wrote, you want to decide in advance what conversion rate from the social platform to your website you'll be happy with and how long you're willing to wait to find that out. Maybe you'll decide that you want to test an ad for five days to see if you can get 20% or higher of people who view the ad to click through to your site. If that happens, great. You'll know the cost of those website visitors and can continue the ad. If you didn't reach your goal and 20% is just an arbitrary number based on our own results, you have to test to find your correct number, not my correct number, your correct number. If you didn't reach your goal, I would start with changing the ad one thing at a time. Try changing images first and let that run for a week. Collect your data. If your conversion percentage doesn't increase, change the headline and let that run for a week. Collect your data. And so on. 
one thing at a time so you can test and know what's working and what's not working. This will give you time to collect enough data to make an informed decision, not an emotional decision. It's always worthwhile to invest in learning and small short campaigns are great learning. Because we use Facebook ads for the Spin Sucks Agency Owner Program, I'm happy to share results with you. In the beginning, we were absolutely crushing it. Our click-through rate was 1.26%. The industry standard for this type of advertising is 1%, so we were beating it. I mean, it's only by 0.26%, but we were still beating it. And the cost per book call, someone that books a consultation with us, was $72.22. The industry standard is $150. So we were beating that by quite a bit. I mean, we were crushing it, but we weren't getting enough calls booked. We were getting about four calls from that per week, and I wanted closer to 10 to 15. So I mucked with the ads and I crashed and I burned them. We immediately dropped to 0.53% click through rate and up to $118.35 per book call. We even got as high as $425.60 per book call before I scrapped it all and started over again. Remember, the industry standard is $150. So we immediately went up to $118 from $72. I mean, it was bad. It was not good. Today, our click-through rate is back above 1% and our cost per book call is just $48.16. But it took about nine weeks, nine weeks to get us back to where we were in the beginning. Had I just left things alone and simply increased our daily spend, we wouldn't have had that painful and semi-expensive nine weeks. The point is this, don't get greedy and give yourself at least two weeks to collect data before making any decisions. In a future episode, we can talk about standards and rules of thumbs and goals. But for now, collect your data and test, but don't muck too much with things. Now that we have social ads out of the way, let's talk about content amplification. Content amplification is another brand of the paid media tree. It's when you use a service to display your content on other sites or when you syndicate previously written content to other platforms. Here are some of your paid content amplification options. First, there are sponsored blog posts. Sometimes blogs will allow you to pay to play and post a piece of content on their site. If you have a piece you know performs well for you, this might be a worthwhile investment. Next, there are services that will add a link to your article or landing page at the bottom of a related post. So check out Taboola and Outbrain as options to consider. If you have something a little meatier than a blog post to share, such as an event, ebook, or webinar, you can pay to have a link included in a newsletter or on a page or use a content distribution provider such as Netline or Madison Logic. There are free ways as well to amplify your content. You can modify your best posts and put them on LinkedIn and Medium. And when you contribute content to other blogs or publications, as long as you're not breaking their policies, you can put versions of that content on LinkedIn and Medium and on your own blog as well. It takes time or money, but content amplification is a great way to get more value out of the content you spend so much energy producing. So now I want you to go forth and apply what you've learned out here in the real world. Figure out your budget, choose your top three social media platforms based on which referrals are outperforming others in Google Analytics, and then on each platform, choose the content that's already doing well that you'll promote. And then I want you to come back to the SpinSucks community and share your experiences. And if you haven't yet joined the SpinSex community, what are you waiting for? It's a place for the brightest and best in communications, and that includes you. So go to spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. And to give you a taste of what's to come, next we're going to cover the role and applications of user-generated content. Excited? So am I. Until next time. 
If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 